Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics with the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show, our wide-ranging show number 910 during which we'll try to settle a minor domestic dispute for husband and wife in Wisconsin, listen to an audio postcard from West Virginia, learn about a study on how rising temperatures are affecting birds in Africa, report on some birding opportunities in Florida and New York, and to start off with a story from Papua New Guinea. This may be the third time this year that we've learned that a species that was thought to be extinct is actually alive, if not well, in terms of projected survival. This bird, which hadn't been previously documented by scientists since its discovery in 1882, carries the colorful name black-naped pheasant pigeon. And it's a pretty colorful bird, too, with a black head and neck and breast bright rusty orange back and flanks, and an iridescent laterally compressed tail. The hard part now is keeping this critically endangered species from actually going extinct. Of course, that will require learning more about its behavior, population status, and launching conservation projects to protect its habitat. Uh, Thanks to a number of listeners who alerted us to the story, by the way, and Andre Dubroy up in Canada up in Quebec, first alerted us to the story. All right, on to that audio postcard. It's from our friend Muffy down in West Virginia. Good morning, Muffy. Good morning, Ray and fellow birders. This is Linda Schwartz, also known as Muffy, and I'm at the Core Arboretum on the campus of West Virginia University. This is a 91-acre, very, very hilly track that boasts over 80 species of trees. And those trees, in turn, provide food and shelter for over 180 bird species. The next time you're traveling along Interstate 79 or 68, take some time to enjoy a vigorous hike and perhaps glimpse some new birds for your life list. Best birding to all, Muffy. All right. Thank you, Muffy. Catch your breath down there in West Virginia. Meanwhile, if you're anywhere near Central Florida, you might be glad to know that registration is still open for the 7th Annual North Shore Birding Festival on Lake Apopka, sponsored by Orange Audubon. It's a five-day festival beginning on the 1st of December with some great trips to the Lake Apopka North Shore and other birding hotspots. Workshops for photographers, youth and family trips, excursions especially for college students. Seventy trips will be offered. 
Yeah, the website, pretty easy to remember, I think. It's just NorthShoreBirdingFestival.com, NorthShoreBirdingFestival.com. Anybody know this tune? Autumn in New York. I mention this because it's autumn in Central Park as well, and lots of great birding trips going on there that you can sign up for all through autumn till I think sometime in December. Here's the website, birdingbob.com. Birdingbob.com is the address. Well, just before we preview today's mystery bird contest, here's a special message from our friends at Birds and Beans Coffee. It's that time of year. Time to make sure that the coffee lovers on your gift list get some wonderful coffee for the holidays and the new year. So we're happy to report that for a limited time, you can enjoy a 30% discount on an assorted case. That's a dozen 12-ounce bags of delicious Birds and Beans coffee. Birds and Beans is certified Smithsonian bird-friendly coffee and pays special attention to the ways coffee farming affects people in farms and forests and birds all over the world. It's a perfect bird-friendly gift for the holiday season. Order now before the offer ends December 19th. Just go to birdsandbeanscoffee.com to take advantage of the special offer and get that perfect gift for coffee lovers on your list. Delicious bird-friendly birds and beans coffee. And that address again is birdsandbeanscoffee.com. And there's our mystery bird. By the way, we have a very special addition to our mystery bird contest that I wanted to uh, mention here. And that is that starting today and continuing for the next number of weeks here, every mystery bird contest winner will be entered automatically in a drawing for a pair of beautiful binoculars or a binocular from Vortex Optics. And we'll give a little more detail about that. So that's on our Mystery Bird contest. Our Mystery Bird is a small songbird with a dull brown crown, whitish underparts, a gray back and gray wings, and a thin chisel-like bill. Our bird is found in pine forests from the southeast U.S., up as far as Maryland and out to East Texas. It feeds on insects along tree trunks and branches, often working its way down the tree trunks and back up again. Clues there in the sound of our mystery bird and prizes include a $15 gift certificate for Beautio Books, home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world, and a 12-ounce bag of that coffee we were just talking about, delicious bird-friendly birds and beans coffee, We have a bonus prize in the wings as well if we have time for our bonus question this morning. Here's our conservation salute of the week. It goes to the American Bird Conservancy. ABC has been just awarded or just has been awarded a 2022 top-rated nonprofit status by Great Nonprofits, a leading website for community recommendations of charities and nonprofits. They've also gotten recognition from a number of other groups about uh, how well they run their organization and really make the funds go to good work on behalf of birds and the planet. So this week's Talking Birds Conservation Salute goes to ABC, the American Bird Conservancy. 
And we usually have some folks to salute who are from the Talking Birds listening audience who have uh, risen to the level of Talking Birds ambassadors, handing out those cards we send to their friends and neighbors and helping us get the word out about birds and conservation. And thank you today to Shelley Culbertson from Reno, Nevada, a wonderful ambassador and close personal friend of our recent Make Your Own Swag grand prize winner, Adam Bradley. Thank you, Shelley. Thanks to Sheila from Sutton, West Ontario, Canada. Thank you for the kind words about the show there, Sheila. She says um, they are new to birding, or quite new, they say, and have fun listening to our show every week. So thank you, Sheila. Becoming a Talking Birds ambassador is fun and easy, and we invite all Talking Birds listeners to join the family at TalkingBirds.com under the Get Involved button uh, or tab. And here's another ambassador who has some good reasons for being one. My name is Melissa Hodges, and I'm calling in from Mobile, Alabama. I encourage everyone listening to become a Talking Birds ambassador, even the littlest of listeners out there. As a first grade teacher, I love spreading the joy of bird knowledge to my students, and they can then in turn spread them to all of their friends. Talkin' Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassadors family at TalkinBirds.com. Join today, and thanks. And what a beautiful message, Melissa. Thank you. Still to come today, a visit to the Talkin' Birds Science Corner with our Debbie Bleacher. Plus, a Let's Ask Mike live segment in which Mike O'Connor helps a listener resolve a small disagreement with her husband. And up next, a bird that we might address as Your Majesty is our featured feathered friend, presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. There's a duck called King, the King Eider. But today's featured feathered friend, although it doesn't have king in its name, is often heralded as the king of ducks. Some birds are referred to as cute or pretty or scary looking, but the king of ducks has a profile that gives it a look of elegance, dignity, and grace, thanks to its long, sloping forehead and bill that separate it instantly from lesser waterfowl. It's also a king-sized duck, the largest in North America. The male of this species has a rusty red head, a black chest and rear end, and subtle light gray plumage on its back and sides that give it its common name, canvas back. There it is, perhaps issuing some sort of royal proclamation in one of the prairie potholes in which it breathes from the U.S. Northwest up into Canada and Alaska. It's found in the winter on ocean bays, lakes and ponds, all along both U.S. coasts and down into Mexico and the Caribbean, feeding on plants and snails and insect larvae. The canvasback's scientific species name is derived from the name of one of the plants on which it feeds, Ballicinaria americana, or wild celery. Ithia Valicinaria is today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend, the elegant king of ducks, the canvasback. Welcome again to our show, number 910. 
Well, I guess we know that our planet is heating up, and that affects a lot of things and a lot of creatures on the planet, and of course, and birds are included in that. We're about to find out some more about uh, how they are affected in a new study we're about to hear about uh, as we visit the Talking Birds Science Corner. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. Debbie Bleacher is over there in the Science Corner with this info for us about birds' heat tolerance. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Ray. Great to have another Science Corner with you, Debbie. And I know it's November, at least I think it is. I'm pretty sure it's November. So getting pretty chilly around here for sure. But you've got news of some research into avian heat tolerance at the other end of the spectrum in Africa, right? Right. Researchers with the Hot Birds Project in South Africa have discovered that different African bird species have different tolerance of high temperatures. Different tolerance. So I hadn't heard about that one. And that's because this line of research is new. As far as I can tell, detailed study of avian heat tolerance didn't start until a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Instead, people thought all birds could tolerate the same amount of heat. Okay, so now there's a study that uh, addresses that, so this was a little more thorough. It was, yeah. The research team measured the body temperatures of 53 species that live in various climate environments, and they found that a species' maximum tolerable body temperature seems to depend on where it has evolved to live. Hmm. For example... Birds that live in desert conditions could tolerate having their body temperature increase to about 112 degrees. That's in Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These birds pant when they're hot, which is a good strategy for offloading heat if you live in a dry climate. Because remember, birds don't have sweat glands. Mm -hmm. Moisture evaporating from their mouths helps them stay cool, kind of like when we perspire in hot, dry weather. But on the other hand, birds that evolved to live in humid areas had a lower maximum. Their highest tolerable body temp was just 104 or 105. Mm. These birds don't gain much from panting, just like we don't feel better when we perspire in humid weather. So they haven't evolved to pant. They just get hot. Mm-hmm. I remember our friend Laura Erickson explaining to us the fact that uh, birds have a lot more trouble dealing with heat than with cold, which is a little bit surprising, but uh, that apparently is the case. So what species uh, did the researchers find could tolerate the highest temperatures? <laughs> the most populous wild bird on Earth, our old friend, the red-billed quilia. Mm. These little guys could tolerate a rise in body temperature up to about 118 degrees without showing any ill effect. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But let's hope they don't ever have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Let's hope, let's, let's hope so. Let's hope that won't happen. So the big question, really, Debbie, is why is this research important? Well, you remember this past summer with the heat waves in Europe and northern Africa and even here in North America, it's very likely that there will be more of the same as the climate continues to warm. So knowing which creatures are most susceptible to heat will help us predict the ones that need the most help. Mm -hmm. There's a great article about this study in Popular Science, and I'll put a link in our social media and on the website. All right. And that would be TalkingBirds.com. Got it. Thank you, Debbie. Oh, my pleasure, Ray. That's our visit this morning to the Talking Birds Science Corner. All right, our challenge now is to figure out where we are in the sequence of this morning's show, and I believe we're about to the point where we're going to have our mystery bird contest and the full details about that in just one minute. The flutter of a tail feather, the flash of a wing bar in mid-flight, You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature. 
let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a once-in-a-lifetime trip to add a few species to your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you'd like to learn more, or if you need help choosing your next optic, give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-VORTEX or visit vortexoptics.com. There's our mystery bird again, a small songbird with a dull brown crown, whitish underparts, a gray back and gray wings, and a thin chisel-like bill. Found in pine forests from the southeast U.S. up uh, to Maryland and out to east Texas, it feeds on insects along tree trunks and branches, often working its way down the tree trunks and back up again. Clues and the sound of our mystery bird and our prizes include a $15 gift certificate for Beauty Books, home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world, a wonderful family-owned company. And a 12-ounce bag of shade-grown, bird-friendly, and delicious birds and beans coffee prizes there on the show this morning. And, in case you missed it at the beginning of the show there, we have something special added to our Mystery Bird Contest. And that is that every winner on our Mystery Bird Contest for the next several weeks will be entered automatically into a drawing for a Vortex 8x42 HD binocular. This is a beautiful binocular and very lightweight, too, which is kind of important for lots of folks. So a little extra thing there in our mystery bird contest. If we have time for our bonus question, we'll try to give away a feather-friendly window crash prevention kit, obviously to prevent birds from crashing into your windows. Well, maybe not obviously, but that is what it's for. 781-837-4900 is the number. That's 781 781- Eight three seven four nine hundred. Meanwhile, Mike O'Connor has some excellent advice, we think, for a listener in Wisconsin and maybe a lot of other folks. It's Let's Ask Mike Live in just one minute. Beautyo Books carries one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. New, used, and rare books covering everything from backyard birding to general ornithology, from field guides to photography skills biography, fiction, and humor. You'll find it all along with the knowledgeable customer service you've been looking for in one convenient place. Beautyobooks.com B-U-T-E-O Beautyobooks.com Quest Nature Tours has offered exceptional tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. In 2023, join us to Quest for the Quetzal in Costa Rica or our brand new Zambia Safari. See amazing wildlife and explore habitats with travel companions who truly enjoy nature. Talkin' Birds listeners receive a $150 credit towards their first tour. Visit questnaturetours.com today. Birds and much more, guaranteed. Well, getting through to Mike O'Connor is usually guaranteed, but apparently uh, not today. Our, our, our guarantee or our warranty maybe has run out because uh, apparently we're unable to 
get a hold of Mike right at this moment, but we're going to uh, keep trying. And I think what we'll do in the meantime is I wanted to do this earlier and figured we might not have enough time, but here's a little chance for us uh, to do that if I could find the thing uh, about which I am talking. And I know it's in here somewhere, so uh, please uh, try to bear with (laughs) Bear with us if you can. I think I've got it. Here it is. Yes. Uh, it's another It's another bird festival. It's in Chincoteague, Virginia. Our friends Chris and Candy Powell have been doing some birding down there. And the, it's the Chincoteague National Wildlife Refuge Waterfowl Weekend. And um, you can find out about it very easily. Just look up uh, that Chincoteague thing, and we'll, we'll get something on our website. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you go to our website, TalkingBirds.com, uh, you'll find links to all, pretty much all the bird festivals going on around the country over the next several months. Thanks to Cornell Lab and Birdwatchers uh, Digest for for that. So just go to TalkingBirds.com and uh, go into the uh, Get Involved tab. That's our most active tab. And you'll see that whole listing of bird festivals all around the country. Uh, let's see. Any luck uh, getting a hold of Mr. O'Connor here? Uh, no, it looks like he finally quit the show. Quit the show just like that, without any warning, without any any notice or anything like that. Well, maybe he'll call back in into us. Do you, do you think he think he might? Well, he might, but yeah. our our phone is uh, lined up with contest callers, so I don't even know if he can I, if he wants to. But if he just turns I, on his phone, I'll I try see. to call him. You know? Okay. Well, uh, Mike, if you happen to be listening, and Mike does listen to the show from time to time. And uh, if you're listening, Mike, uh, uh, here's a suggestion. Hang up your phone uh, so we can uh, try to get you. Jesse's going to keep trying uh, to reach you there. But we will go to our mystery bird contest in the meantime at 781-837-4900. That's the bird we're trying to identify there. A small songbird with a dull brown crown, white underparts, a gray back, and gray wings, and a thin chisel-like bill. And uh, we have Declan, it looks like, in Plimpton, Massachusetts, on the line there. Uh, Declan, do I have your name right, first of all? Yes. Well, thank you for calling, Declan, and I think you heard our mystery bird uh, clues and whatnot. What do you uh, think that bird might be? A brown-headed nuthatch. You don't just think so, you know so. Nice going. Yes. A brown-headed nuthatch. There's something really interesting about this bird. They say it's one of the few birds found almost exclusively in the United States. as a small but declining population also in the Bahamas. But it's doing well here in the U.S. It's also a bird that uses tools, and I think that's pretty unusual for songbirds. It's been known to use a piece of bark as a lever to pry up other bark sections as it looks for food, it'll even use a piece of bark to cover a stash of seed. Pretty interesting for a songbird. Well, Declan, I think we have time, uh, especially since we still haven't gotten a hold of Mr. O'Connor, uh, to do a little a bonus question. Would you like to uh, try it? Yes, please. All right. This is a multiple-choice question. One of our recent mystery birds was the little blue heron, a species in which immature birds are white instead of blue. What's the generally accepted reason for this color difference? Is it A, so that adults can more easily spot their offspring in a flock of herons? B, it's because it allows the young birds to be accepted in flocks of snowy egrets? 
so providing protection from predators and a chance to catch more fish. Or C, because who wants to look like your parents? You know what I mean, Declan. What do you think about that? B. You think it's B? It's because it allows the young birds to be accepted in flocks of snowy egrets, which are white, so providing protection from predators and a chance to catch more fish. That is exactly correct. Nice job. So we'll be sending you that feather-friendly kit to protect your house from birds crashing into it in addition to the other prizes. How's that sound? Good. I thought so. All right, Declan. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Hold on, and we'll uh, get your information and send you those prizes. All right, Declan, correctly identifying the brown-headed nuthatch as our mystery bird. I see a sign here. It says, former employee. Mike O'Connor. Well, he's not really uh, an employee, but uh, he he is uh, certainly part of our show. And now he's really part of our show because I can hear him breathing. He's on the (laughs) phone there. Oh, my God. Listen, I know you you had a more important call this morning. I understand. You know, it happens. No problem. Yeah, yeah, right. I had to call my beautician. No, the power went out, and I had no landline, and I was going around them. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, then I had to call the station, then I had to fight everybody trying to call the mystery bird. (laughs) (laughs) Those nasty mystery bird callers. Yeah. Okay. Now I've lost the notes about what we were going to talk about. Well, first I wanted to to ask you about Hat Full of Potatoes. That was... This past Saturday, hat full of potatoes day. How'd that go? Yeah, it was just it was awesome. Oh, it was great. And people come down and for free, they get all the potatoes the hat can hold. We don't put them in their pockets or in their hands or in a bag. We just put them in their hats. And we have all kinds of crazy hats from football helmets to shower caps to Darth Vader helmets and just <laughs> regular stocking caps. And we did about six or seven hundred. And, you know, the reason, right, is so people will fill up with potatoes and they don't eat turkeys. And we save millions of turkeys every year. Right. I got the concept. Six or seven hundred pets filled with potatoes. That's that's pretty amazing. I, I think and people should just put a note on their calendars for next year and, you know, travel to Cape Cod, wherever you are, uh, to take advantage of, of, of that hat full of potatoes. Always a Saturday before Thanksgiving, so we time it perfect. Okay, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Okay, good to know. Well, let's see if we have time for what we're going to talk about here. We've got a note from our listener and ambassador, Heidi Stevens, up in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, who said in part that she and her husband have a little disagreement having to do with birds and windows. Heidi says that for one of the windows, she's too short to attach the painter's tape that she uses to prevent crashes and wants her husband to do it. But he's concerned that if he does, he'll be depriving hawks that prey on small birds of a meal. And by the way, I have to mention, because I mentioned this to you off the air, that uh, we had a Cooper's hawk right out in our Talking Birds garden this morning. And uh, so, yeah, so this is very timely. But what do you think? Now, what, who's, who's right here on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heidi, you're 100% right in this. <laughs> well, I don't know what your husband's thinking. Windows are a huge problem for birds, mm-hmm. crazy problem. Up there with cats and climate and is, is uh, windows. I mean, if you lose one bird at your house, which most people seem to do, 
a year, mm-hmm. multiply that by every building there is in the country. Yeah. That's a lot of birds we lose. We have to protect the birds from, from window strikes. Now, the idea of your husband saying, well, the hawks need a meal, too. Then, well, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with hawks. But we have to make our feeders safe. We have to make our yard safe for birds. We invite them there. We do this for our hobby and our entertainment. We have to make everything safe. So the bird baths have to be clean. The feeders have to be clean. They, we, we have to prevent pesticides from being in our yards. And when we put out a feeder or a bird bath, it has to be in a location where birds are protected from hawks because we're inviting them in there. And, you, and he might say, well, they ate a dove. Sure, but, I mean, you could also say, well, they could date the, the mother cardinal that of the family or they the red-headed woodpecker or the rare migrant that's passing through. Everything we invite in our yard has to be protected. I had a couple of feeders with a hawk with charlie on them. I moved them. You're right, Heidi. Put it in the book. All and right. meanwhile, i got to go pay my electric bill. <laughs> you do that. I want to give a plug, too, for Dan Clem's book about this. Solid Air is what it's called. Dan was on the show with us a few weeks ago. Really good book that explains all this, too, as well. Mike, thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Mike. And guess what? We're just about out of time for this morning's show. Before we go, I want to give a plug for something that we often neglect to mention here, and that is our Talking Birds Flock. In the Talking Birds Flock, is a, a Facebook group for Talking Birds listeners. And we have, I think it's 460 members in the flock right now. And lots of wonderful posts and pictures and videos really worth taking a look at. Meanwhile, we are out of time for this morning's show. Special thanks to Debbie Bleacher, and we'll see you next week. The bird show, I like that. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans, Cape Cod, birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics, with the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beauty Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com.